0: welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm still wondering why Paul W.S. Anderson still has her career. I mean I'm Alex. And this week, I'm I'm surprised, surprise. surprise I don't we're we're care. talking about a Paul W. S. Anderson movie. The the ultimate reason why we combine both of these film series together. And the result is decidedly meh. <laughs> <laughs> But not even, like, okay, man. Yeah. Just, like, I mean, it's bad. Yeah. You're not wrong. All right, so we're, so we're talking <laughs> Alien vs. Predator from 2004. Right. Directed by film auteur Paul W.S. Anderson. Not to be confused with Wes Anderson <laughs> or Paul Thomas Anderson, both of whom were we, actual we spent, legitimate filmmakers. We spent a while looking at Paul W.S. Anderson's filmography and then i was like wait so who's the guy i'm thinking of let me just say nothing he has directed has a a fresh score on rotten tomatoes all of it is rotten yeah all of it yeah there's one thing that has a positive rating and that's something he was interviewed for It was a documentary about roger corman well that's just because he makes movies by the fans for the fans and all the critics just like they're they're paid you know they're paid to bash on all his movies by people who don't like paul ws anderson and give the rights back to marvel give the <laughs> rights back to marvel. <laughs> god dang it um but yeah it, 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 we, we spent a while confused because i knew that he, he was not to be confused with paul thomas anderson and that's why paul thomas anderson started going by paul thomas anderson and then but then i was also getting him confused with wes anderson yeah. <laughs> and then i was like wait what's happening yeah People need to change their names. Pretty or much, or you could just force Paul W S. Anderson to just stop <laughs> just making stop. movies. Just get out. um Okay, so let's let's look at the Rotten Tomato score, shall we? It sure. has a twenty one percent score for critics, yeah, and a thirty nine percent audience score. I don't know. I think that's pretty on point. One, one in five critics. That seems high. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Alright, Tyler, give me your, your best thing and your worst thing about A V P. So so my favorite thing I don't know. It, it would probably be the fact that it's very short. It gets it gets things out of the way pretty quickly. It's not I think not including the credits, it's like eighty seven minutes. It doesn't even reach an hour and a half. And that's including watching the extended edition. <laughs> what a waste of my life <laughs> there is so you you, I, I have not seen the theatrical edition so if this is wrong get angry at alex um they, <laughs> they literally just add the opening of the guy, the last survivor of that whaling station getting killed off and then it just cuts to the movie starting yeah the, it adds nothing um and also reveals things too quickly i would argue yeah like i don't know um, my least favorite thing, well, so so my favorite thing is that it gets it out of the way quickly. It's fast. It's 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 not this slog of a movie. It's just kind of it's like it's not a Michael Bay two hour forty five minute thing. Yeah, things thing. things things happen fairly quickly, so we just kind of move along without really any meaning or uh, interest or motivation or, or investment. Yeah, but then we just kind of get to the end, and it's like okay, well at least it's over. <laughs> um, it it went by really fast yeah, for me. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not bad in that although that's sense. not that's not a testament to the quality of the film it's because <laughs> it's just really short yeah Um. my least favorite thing everything else yeah. <laughs> no um <laughs> uh, I'll go specifically with oh I had something I... oh specifically with I had something I don't know <laughs> Do say, say your stuff and I'll come back to mine. It'll come okay. to me eventually. It's funny because... Because you took, you took the, the bigger thing that I was going to say, the least favorite thing. See, it's funny because my, my, my favorite thing is actually kind of the favorite thing I had from Alien Resurrection, mm-hmm. but much less so yeah. in terms of, like, I like the miniature work, I like some of the special effects, I like some of the creature designs, all that stuff. It's not as good as Alien Resurrection or yeah. really any of the previous Alien movies, except for maybe Alien 3, although... You know because of just very specific reasons that that yeah. movie kind of yeah. probably take that out of the running if i was judging <laughs> on visual effects okay you can go back and listen to that one if you want to you figure know what i mean by that but um yeah that that's really the only like bright spot of the movie for me it's like oh that's a good shot oh that miniature is really nice like like the 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 wide shot of the helicopter flying towards the ship yeah I only know this because you just watched the special features and stuff god I watched the special features for this um, <laughs> and, and it's, a, it's a miniature shot and it just looks really nice and, and like I, I like how they have a fully articulated queen yeah. at the end because apparently James Cameron's design his original look for the alien queen was more like what we see in this movie but because of you know constraints yeah. with how they could make it that's why it's usually like in, enclosed spaces and you don't really get a yeah. a whole lot yeah. out of it Um, yeah I like that stuff uh, least favorite thing or I'll, I'll go with the obvious thing every single character is one dimensional and has like some of them have mild very very mild attempts at hey they're humans just care care slightly (laughs) about them it is very much oh wait you guys should care about these we'll we'll toss in a little not even sob story just kind of like a tiny it's just like hey here's a detail about their lives care yeah like hey they have lives outside of this there are other people who kind of like them you should like them too i think for for might be one of my most hated characters in terms of just like lack of he characterization, pops up without any yeah we'll get it. my my least favorite thing I remember is um, and then he forgot it again more or less. Um, no, I was gonna say is the fact that it's very like oh I remember what it was meaningless yeah it's it's just it so so let's let's re- do a quick recap here in the not really middle we're past the middle but in in now that we're in the, the death throes of this franchise <laughs> um let's 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 take a look at what so so the first movie the first alien movie we we get you know introduced to the alien and all that we get introduced to ripley and this the and aliens you know we get introduced to the, the the queen yeah we get introduced to the queen we we see a little more about how they operate we we find out you know it's 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 Get a we, little more Rip, world building. With Ripley the gets much more development. Yeah, the the company gets much. It gets a lot more development and everything. Flushes um, out a lot of that. i uh, will going to keep going with Alien Press to Alien Three. Um, we take Ripley back down to kind of roots and everything like that. And and you know the, that one. I mean, I guess that one doesn't add as much to it's, it. It's some world building. Yeah, it's a little. seeing a corner of the universe that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, and it's a little more. You know the the. Um, a little more of like like the the company stuff with Bishop shows up kind of maybe left up in the air, which which makes this movie all the more confusing. If we're yeah yeah we'll talk about that in a second. Alien three to be canonical, um, which means that we're also questioning Alien four whether or not that's canonical with right. this. Um, alien... and then and then Prometheus comes on, It's just like yeah, just ignore the A V P movies. It doesn't matter. Alien Alien Resurrection. It's like okay, so. You know, we got some weird DNA stuff with Ripley and we get to see this weird freaky humanoid alien. It take and, it far into the future. Yeah, and it's far into the future. We see kind of how this universe develops as time goes along. Yeah. Um, we do, we see some more stuff with military stuff. Well, what in Yutani, it was bought out by Walmart. Yeah, yeah. We, it's, it's, it's technically development, <laughs> the, the, what we know the lore of the universe. I mean. I don't know whether that's brilliant or just <laughs> terrible. Yes. Did I say that the last episode? I feel like I Maybe. did. Maybe. I mentioned it in the last episode, I know. Oh. Um, I don't know how we felt about it. Because I feel like that changes constantly. Um, it does. The Predator obviously introduces us to the Predator. And then Predator 2 introduced, it somehow kind of introduces us to this weird backstory stuff with the Predators being like hunter, like honor people and stuff. And it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but we get like, okay, so the Predators are crazy hunter people and they do stuff and whatever sure like like but it, at least they they try to do something new with it is that all of them so, yeah so far yeah so then so then this one we've done six movies leading up to this we we scroll all the way back to earth and the year is 2004 it, it, in the present year when the movie came out and we get like nothing <laughs> it's just kind of like it's like hey Predators have been breeding aliens for a long time, and here they are. Yeah, well, and it, it's not even. But it's not like oh, there's this long time like we don't understand. We never figure out how the predators came upon the aliens. Yeah, anything like that. Oh, there's nothing about that at all. Yeah, yeah. We it's just it's uh, like. Well, you're doing kind of an intro thing. Is it not going to connect back to like the space jockey in the first one at all? Yeah. Or? Yeah, it's literally just. Oh, by the way, the predators just kind of found the aliens, and they've hunted them. Ritually A couple of times Yeah And that's about it Yeah And, and that, Like It's like Oh they're They're, they're the Like a, I, I guess I guess you could argue That it's like Oh well we finally get To see them meet Or see You know the, Them interact But it's still like That doesn't really Do anything Like yeah. for the audience We already know What both of these Are like more or less And then the ending Of the movie Is exactly the same ending From Predator 2 Which we'll talk <laughs> about In a <laughs> second Literally like Like two eighty hey, hey 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 this is even dumber because they just leave our main character out in the cold yeah you're not wrong where she would die yes we'll get to that um but yeah it's just kind of like this might be like i have the least investment in this one than i've had in any of the movies we've done before even transformers 4 even transformers 4 i don't know about that that one by the end of it i was broken i was so broken Especially after we tried to record but, but that podcast that, like three that, times. Like, that like elicited an emotional response from us. This is just like, yeah, it's bad. The, yeah. N- like, I not. feel like there's a couple of others on there that are the same way, but we've forgotten. Yeah, probably. <laughs> quantum Solace was kind of like that for me. Although that got a little more impulse. Although we, we disagree about Quantum Solace. Yeah. I said for me. Yeah. Um. Anyway. No, you didn't. You said for both of us. Sure. I'm putting words in your mouth. Let's That's go. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, can I just say, this movie is like Prometheus if Prometheus was shot badly, edited bad, well, edited even more badly than it already is. And um, one more thing I was going to add. I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Let's just sit here in silence until you remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, and, and lacks any attempt at any weighty ideas. Yeah. Like at least that's one that's I know we'll get to Prometheus and we both have problems with that movie, but at least that that attempts to like do something goes for with the universe. It has greater ambitions. Yeah. This is yes. just Yeah. We're just going to do a poorly we're shot just going to show you slugfest. hey sometimes the predators and the aliens kill each other. Isn't that great? Moving on. And it doesn't really make any sense. So so let's let's just break down the fundamental idea at the core. Let's let's see Let's see how well that stands up to a bit of a bit of uh, looks, looking over here because it doesn't. Idea- <laughs> well, looks like it's solved. Let's move on there. No, um, we'll see you guys next time for avp P two. <laughs> uh- God, this movie got a sequel. Yeah. Well, it was a box office box office yeah. success. Yeah. I can talk. Um, but it's like the- so so, the Predators and. Or the Predators, somehow they found the aliens. Still does not address that at all. They chained up a queen somehow um, in this pyramid. And this pyramid was designed by, like, the first civilization. Which somehow mixes Aztecs, Incans? And Egyptians and... or something. I don't think Oh, Incans, was it was Aztecs, Egyptians, and Cambodians. They mentioned Cambodians, which I don't know anything about Cambodian history, but I... I that... Seems strange to me. Were those? Were, I don't believe Cambodians were. Are you looking at this? Up? I, I'm going to look this up. It's I'm, fact gonna, I'm gonna Prove things. you wrong. I'm Keep going. Fairly certain Cambodians were not like a, a primitive civilization. I mean, like, like obviously, like all. Oh, I'm just curious if they have pyramid or uh, pyramid designs or that, anything. Be, yeah, or anything like, like that. That'll be good enough for me. I guess. I mean, I guess that might be it. Is that they literally were like, "Hey, what's another civilization that built pyramids a long time ago?" Oh, well, Cambodians. That might, hey, there that, are Cambodian pyramids. You okay. are so I get, wrong. so so that's where they came from. It wasn't like oh, what are some ancient civilizations like? How old? How old is Cambodian civilization? Decent. Do I, I don't, I don't know. I look this up. Um, <clears throat> but it literally is. Oh, hey, okay, we need three civilization old civilizations that made a pyramid. Yeah, the Egyptians, sure. Yeah, the Aztecs. Everyone knows it. Oh, and the Cambodians. Like that. That really feels like what it is. Is that they just grasped for whatever they could use to fill that up. To to fill the rule of three, and make it seem like oh this is this is a uh, thing that happens often. Okay. Well, Angkor Wat, is a famous Cambodian pyramid. Okay. Or guess, okay. Yeah, that looks like a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia here, so <laughs> clearly I'm, I'm <coughs> top notch sources. Here. Correct. It says the date built was in the 12th century. The 12th century. That's that's not. Egyptian and Aztec uh, goes back a little bit far than that it, it, what do you want from me it, either way they were obviously just looking for hey what's some old civilizations that made pyramids um that makes more sense though at least at least they did some little bit of research into it uh but yeah and it's for some reason this ancient civilization that had aspects of all these cultures uh was in Antarctica and they, they mentioned there's a throwaway line where they're like oh yeah they used Antarctica used to be not covered in ice I don't know if that's true. I'm pretty sure the last time Antarctica was not covered in ice was long before humans lived there. Um, well, even then, if you want to swallow all of that and accept all of that, yeah. the fact that the predators show up every 100 years does not drive with, because, with what, yes. what has happened within the past well, several... Okay, okay. so the idea is that... Of this movie's timeline. The idea is that the, the predators come back to perform this ritual and fight the aliens every hundred years like they they, and and somehow there are always humans that feed the aliens so that like for that purpose and yeah it makes sense when it's like oh yeah you know originally the humans like sacrifice themselves because they worship the predators or whatever like that sure but that would that should have been like you know several thousand years ago yeah (laughs) <laughs> and, and they're supposed to be coming back every hundred years but like the, the whaling station that's there that they find yeah it was wiped out in 1904 so exactly uh, exactly a hundred years ago they said they yeah. yeah was it just like convenience that it was built in a, in, On top a whaling of- station in antarctica right above this temple yeah it makes you wonder, like in some early draft of the script, was there going to be like some conspiracy or something, like cover up with that, like uh, it being there for a reason, or is it just Paul W. S. Anderson probably is a hack not. filmmaker? I, I highly doubt they put that much thought into it. Did I say that? I didn't actually say that. <laughs> but it's like, but no, but then you think about it before then. It's like yeah, 1804, what 1704, the, 1604 What was what if, there? Did the predators just swing by every hundred years and like, oh, humans aren't there yet? <laughs> Oh, I guess they've developed technology so they can detect us. Hey, hey, start that, start that process up. Heat up that building. Yep, it's it's, it's dumb. Uh, yeah. It is beyond dumb. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and then it, it it's it's like plot holes you could drive a, a full tanker through, yeah. and it's just like. Like the producers and stuff when they're reading the script, do they not just like see this, or do they just not care? Probably don't care. Because <laughs> it's like, why is this movie PG thirteen? And that's yeah, the. You that's, keep, keep going. Well, well, I don't know. It, it's just the fact that, and and then they're like, oh, this this pyramid got you know dug two thousand feet underground, and you know you, you're wondering why there aren't a ton of. Literal holes drove to the pyramid, like in the way that they drill holes to the pyramid, so that the humans can go down there. And it's like the pyramid would have had to be there for so long in order to be dug or like buried under two thousand feet under the ground. How did they know the humans were going to be exploring like the temple full on? Like, what do you mean? What What if the humans never got to the room where the eggs are? Brought well, the up? idea. Were, were the predators just gonna capture some of them well, and force well, remember them? so so, so the, yeah I think I think because I think the idea remember was that they came down like remember they were looking or they they had the little calendar there to change it so that then they would get their guns or whatever stupid and then and then they would be able to use their guns to fight the aliens like they kept their guns there and then we that because remember their guns back because remember when they got their guns when the guns like came, or when they grabbed a gun that's when the alien like queen like activated or whatever. Sure. or something like that or when they when they move the thing or something so at some point the the queen got activated by their presence there and then they used their guns for whatever so then I guess the idea is that they would have just captured the humans nearby so that they could harvest them whatever but yeah and that's and it, it continues to go back to the idea that um, the predators seem to have all these super overpowered weapons and should really never lose any of these fights yeah and it's just kind of like okay you're you're big hunters and all that, but in reality, you're just kind of using all the super high-tech technology and you should never lose anyway. Yeah. It it, it feels just like Predator 2 in that regard, where it's like, oh, now I've got a big gun. You know, I better... Like, like, there's no skill in that. There's not any, like, hunting, like, you know... And it's not even like they have to aim it. It, like, auto-aims based on their vision. It's like, like, okay, I'm looking at it. Okay, shoot it. Like, when I think of big game hunting, it's always like, oh, you gotta, like... Track the animals and you gotta hide out and you gotta, you know, sh- yeah, make the shot and all that stuff and everything like that. And the, you know, the fact that the weapons are not perfectly reliable is, is like, a, 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 I assume at least part of the, the, like, kind of thrill of it or whatever. And these are just kind of like, it's all up close. There's no, like, tracking the aliens. The aliens find them yeah. and they just shoot them. Also, at what point does the, do, do they deactivate it so the queen stops making eggs? So. They- they just press a button on their wrist things and just send it back down and, and that's get, that's yeah, it back into the freezer. Did they just have like tons of these temples cuz they mentioned and they show a flashback to the predators like blowing up a temple that's been overrun by aliens a long time ago. Did they just do that all the time? Like like I think that was supposed to be like a a, a backwards way of of explaining like why the aztecs disappeared or something. But but it's like the aztecs like their main temples weren't like Blown up. By, by <laughs> there new... were not giant craters. Yeah, and and by the way, just the inconsistency that this explosion is huge, whereas the the explosion in Predator is relatively small. Yeah, it's just like the inconsistency. Ancient civilization. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, it. it I. It, it's just such a weird like like, I get it, they're like, oh, well, we need to have the humans be in the middle of this for some reason, but there, there's such an... there's gotta be some easier ways of do, doing this, and it's like... So the idea is that they... I've got, oh, I've got an easier answer. Just don't have it be a hundred years. Yeah. Just have the interval be bigger. Or that... I mean, that alone would be fine, but like I'm saying, even, even beyond that width, it's like, oh, that... I don't know. It, it's, it still seems complicated. And I feel like there's an oh, easier yeah, way... It's yeah, it's Um. But it's just kind of like... The uh, the the idea is that the the alien queen also has never been freed by all her aliens for some oh, reason. Yeah, and then this time they just decide to free her. Yeah, this time they do it. You you would think that would have happened. There before. really is no reasoning behind that. Yeah, unless this happens like every time in the Predators. In <laughs> the Predators, they always... capture her every single time. <laughs> god dang it um or or one of the eggs just happens to be a super face hugger and lays a queen inside one of them sure <sighs> whatever <laughs> it, yeah it's just very like like all this stuff happens that it, it's really making you wonder why the predators had this set up and why they like you would have thought they would have at, at the very best just stopped coming to this thing at some point yep like there's there really is not a whole lot of explanation for why the Predator in this franchise really for why the Predators are fascinated with Earth but they keep coming back there yeah um and also can I uh, we're, we're just kind of doing a broad stroke of just all the plot points in this movie that are problems um can I just say so so the yeah the Predator finally leaves his little wristwatch thing and blows up the the temple and and he and his uh I think I know where you're going with this well I was gonna say he, he and uh the 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 lady protagonist woman that we have decided is the protagonist. She she like pretty much. We'll talk about the characters in a second. She she pretty much like everyone. Characters. <laughs> we'll talk about the actors in a second. I thought they were cardboard shutouts. She, she alongside like pretty much everyone else. Uh, just kind of like rolls along in the movie and has no charisma. And then at the end, it's like, oh wait, she she's the main character now, I guess. Like it's not like it's not like an alien where it kind of feels like they're trying to do there's something similar about Alien where it's like, oh, yeah, the crew's slowly getting picked off, and you don't know who's going to survive, but... That whole movie is in the performances. Yeah. I was gonna That's say, why you care about them. The performances feel like real people. Yeah. So you, so in Alien, you're just kind of like, oh, I like these people. You know, I don't, I don't want any of them to die. Oh, I guess they're dying. Oh, crap. You know. Here, it's like, okay, the, most of these characters are clearly just fodder. Yeah. So much so, we don't even know half their it's, names. It's the opposite. It's where alien feels like okay any of these characters could be the one that survives this one it feels like all of these characters will probably be the one that dies yeah like where you you just kind of assume it's you 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 in the first one you think well i wonder if any of them will survive in this and one it's like i don't care if anyone yeah survives. yeah in this one you think <laughs> the, the part where where the predator finally gets the gun from the girl and he and the red dots appear over her forehead or whatever and you and I are just like do it just <laughs> just, end the movie just, just make it stop there that's fine, uh, but yeah, and I just I, I really so so anyway, um, we'll, we'll come back to yeah we're we're getting too far to the character stuff I wanted to finish saying this so so that he he throws his his watch bomb thing in the middle of it and it makes a big explosion. They get on the sled and I don't even know where the sled came from. I guess they just, like once they went all the way down, they constructed it to go back up? Something like that, but I then guess. it's like, why could they not have used something like that to go down? That is something they, they should have set up. Yeah. I'm just like, in hey, some way. okay, so we've got it set up that way in case we've got an emergency or something we can go back up. So then uh, that's, that's like you have a throwaway line and you have the camera like quickly show it. And then yeah, you yeah. move on. So then they use the sled to. to the, the Predator and his new best friend, Lady, use the sled to, to launch themselves out of this this tunnel to escape the explosion. And for some reason, the sled is like super high powered and like blast out of the tunnel at like. And like launches like way out, like 30 or 40 feet away. And I like, don't think it would be constructed in a way that yeah, it could do that. Yeah, like there's no reason for that. That's very strange. And then the alien queen just pops out of the ground. No. Yeah, it literally just bursts out. Of now, stone. obviously, they're not. They they show the alien queen getting free. They're not just going to kill her off. Obviously, we get that, and they never do that and in any of the movies. We need the alien trope of you think they're all dead, and then one the however one comes out for a fight. I am extremely disappointed that they didn't just go full slog and have the alien queen hiding under the sled because th- they don't give an ex- explanation for how the queen survives otherwise and that would have been the best thing ever if it was back to the landing gear trope thing and even though the sled is tiny and doesn't really have much room under it the alien queen just crawls out of it I would have immediately forgiven everything this movie had done I would have just been like that's beautiful you know what would have been any better there's just a mech suit out of nowhere and the girl just gets in it <laughs> she just get- there's one just standing there she just jumps in it Even though it's 2004 She's <laughs> just like That would have been amazing um, And then the, the, there's a big fight And the 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 girl uses her little alien weapons And she also Her spear just disappears at one point Because the predator fashions weapons out of the alien That she which kills is, Which is pretty cool It's kind of clever It's a cool image and She makes a shield then yeah shield out of its head and, and a spear out of its tail And that's I like that But then like They don't or she, she does she loses the spear just completely at one point like it just disappears yeah. for, for like a few scenes and then she she shows back up with it and then she uses it to kill the alien whenever whatever and then she attaches it to so then she attaches it to a a, a water tank thing or something or silo I don't know yeah. I don't know what it's supposed to be and snaps it or smashes it like or, like, like, like it's about to fall into the water, and she attaches the alien to it somehow. I don't really remember exactly what happened there. There were some chains or stuff. I don't know. Um, yeah, Chris, because the queen still has the chain wrapped around yeah, her that, something like that. had yeah. her hooked up yeah. originally. Um, and then, then uh, the the silo falls in, and and uh, the protagonist lady smashes it with... I literally don't know any of the names of the characters in this movie. Wax.
1: Is that the name? Okay, okay.
0: I was. I you said that, and I was like, "Are you just remembering a character's name, or is that actually her name?" Her name <laughs> because is I do not know the difference. Um, I and, only know this because I I was paying attention to the subtitles. I was not. I tried. I really did. Um, and she smashes these these things with a, a shovel. I, I only remember like two other names. Yeah, we'll get to that. And one of them is Wayland. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, she smashes the the silo thing with a shu- or a shovel. That's the big epic moment. She uses the shovel and she smashes some some nuts. Now if she had a mech suit and she just smashed it <laughs> yeah, down yeah, like something, on. whatever. And then then it goes falling into the in the water, and and this is also a thing. when we were watching it with a friend and he pointed out and he was like, well, what if it can swim underwater? And I was like, based on Alien Resurrection, it it can. Like the 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 aliens in that movie swim fairly well. And it looks like they didn't have any problems Yeah, the, breathing. it didn't look like they, they they were struggling at all to get to oxygen or anything like that. So, that's fun. It's water pressure and cold. Yeah, whatever. I guess. Whatever. It's dead. Move on. The <laughs> but movie's yeah. almost over at this point. <laughs> yeah. Then. Um, and then they leave the predator dying there. And it's like, oh, okay. And, it, and, of course, they establish earlier in the movie that the predator got hit by a facehugger. And then all the predators... So then the Predators come down, and it's exactly the same thing as the end of Predator 2, where all the Predators come down to their ship, and they're like, oh, good job, you did something. And then they, they give her a weapon. And this time it's not even a clever weapon. like it, like, Not that the revolver was particularly clever, clever because clever, that was kind of weird. But um, It was weird and didn't make any sense. Yeah, now, now they give her a, a Predator spear, which I guess makes a little more sense, but I kind of wish they had gone with that trope and done something weird, like a Native American bow and arrow or something like that. I don't know. Uh, just do something with it. Don't just be like, oh, well, we're out of actually... Actual human weapons. So here's something. <laughs> no, they're like, yeah, we're all out of weapons. Um, yeah, he made you the the alien head shield, right? That, that that'll just be, yeah, yeah. You, you we're good. It. We're cool, right? You keep that. That one's on us. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just leave her out in the cold. And there's conveniently like a tractor. Oh yeah. At one point, she takes. Off... Why does she take off her jacket? She she gets bit hit with acid. I know why she takes off her jacket in the movies' purposes why did she need to take off why did they need to make that happen because that just happens a lot where people get hit by acid and they take what was the point of that Paul W.S. Anderson does not care about physics or people getting cold in the snow Tyler but I'm saying like what movie purpose did it serve that she dramatic tension I guess I don't know whatever but yeah and then she's standing there and it's She's standing there, and it should she should already be shivering and freezing, or whatever, and she's not. There's she just no reaction there. to the cold at all. Yeah, and then she just in the middle of Antarctica, and then she just kind of walks, starts walking away as a, the ship flies. And, and there's just, there's a vehicle that has its lights on. Yeah, like was it just left on when they went? It looks to like the, there's like a vehicle, like a like a van type thing that and she it's can like now get fifteen in. feet away from her, and she just starts walking towards it. And she's like, "Oh, okay, that's cool. I guess we can do that." Are there people still left alive on the ship? I would assume so, right? Like, people to operate the the Weyland ship? Like, the boat? I don't know. Did they all leave the ship? To I don't know. To this movie does not want to establish any characters whatsoever, so there yeah. could there could be thousands on board. For that all thing. we know. Um, and then, of course, we see at the end that the, the Predator alien... Yes, burst, I know I'm exaggerating. <laughs> ...burst out of the Predator, and it's like, okay... It's, it's a Pred-alien. Yeah. It's like, that's... Ooh. So that's cool, I guess. We'll we'll cut, we'll use a much more interesting idea in in the worst sequel. Yeah. Uh, See you guys next time. <laughs> and it's like, why didn't the predators check for that at all, or something, or did did they monitor his body before, they, whatever? Who knows? Um, Seems awfully complex for a manhood ritual. You're not wrong. Couldn't they just take him to some planet with some other alien life form, just drop him down there, and be like, "See you guys in a week." You're still alive. Hey, you're good to go. Yeah. Why do they need all this stuff? And that stuff? seems to be the case with Predator 2. Yeah. I would argue. Yeah. Like, it seems like they're just dropping them there. Although, at no point in either of those movies is it established that it's a manhood ritual. I mean, it kind of is. Not really. It's more just like we're, we're just hunting and collecting trophies. Yeah, yes. Yeah, no. I got nothing. I really don't. So the characters once again what characters so so there's it really does feel like there's there's Wayland there's the black guy there's the black girl there's the Italian guy there's there's Scottish Irish guy oh yeah and then there's fodder yeah yeah you're not wrong um oh uh, excuse me adding on to black guy black guy with British accent yes there's also uh, Ver, although Ver although, I, although I actually like that actor. Yeah, yeah, he's the be- he's the only actor with the pulse in this movie aside from Wayland. Um, it, it, half of, half of it's because of the accent. Yeah. Uh, but but so so Ver let's, let's hold on. Let's 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 take a take a look to dissect what's going on with with Mister Wayland here because he's played by the actor who plays Bishop. It's Linton Roots, and his name is Charles Bishop Wayland. Yes. Um. What? Why? Because so we start off with Alien reference. In Aliens we start Alien off Alien reference. Come oh, on. In Aliens we start off with Alien reference. I'm going to punch <laughs> you. Good. I'm trying to figure Good. out Put me out of my misery. I'm trying to figure out a movie that doesn't make any sense, sir. Why? Um in 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 Aliens, bishop shows up and he's just an android. They're like, putting far more effort he's, into he's this than a, I expect. He's just an android. I just don't care. <laughs> just let me let me work it out. Okay. And then in Alien 3. It's like, okay, so now we have the guy who who made the android. He's a guy. Or he, he claims to be. He, he claims to be. And it seems like maybe he is, or maybe he isn't, depending on which version you watch. Maybe he is an android, another android, maybe he's not. But they're like, oh yeah, this is the guy who designed the original android, we promise. And we don't know what the deal with that is, but either way... I don't know. Like, like either way, it's not like making a big deal out of him, necessarily. It's just kind of like, oh, it's just another guy that, for all we know, is an android, or if not, he's just an android designer. Yeah. Then in this movie the same actor plays Wayland it, it's it's back to the future rules where descendants will just look like for, uh, I guess other people like if the idea is oh hey maybe they're just making androids out of all of them and that guy at the end of Alien 3 was an android then sure that's we're, we're back on board that's fine I guess but it just doesn't it, it's it's like we're, we we have to keep because of the fact that we have to keep making references to the other movies we have to keep giving making this guy more important as we go along until now, he's the head of the company. It's like, oh, okay. With, with such the low budget that we have, Lance Henriksen is the only actor from those movies we could still Pretty much. For. I think that's the case. Like... Why not make about Newt or something? I don't know. <laughs> but like... Oh, Newt. Why did they have to autopsy you? You're not wrong. Uh, it, it's just... It's very strange to me that they're just like, oh we have to keep making this guy more important so now we have to make him the, the inst- it, i guess cuz we're too lazy to make this a movie set beyond did i just use autopsy as a verb can you even do that i think yeah okay right maybe i have no idea um but the maybe or may not, maybe not uh, <laughs> whatever uh the yeah the idea that they have to keep making this guy bigger and bigger and now it's like how does the corporation survive this dude getting like murdered in the middle of antarctica or whatever. They we were bought out by Walmart. Oh wait. That that hasn't happened yet though. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen for like another three hundred yeah. years. Yeah, so it's I don't know. Whatever. Um and and the fact that they they now have a survivor who knows everything not everything, but who knows well, pretty much everything about the predators and aliens and how they work. She is not brought back in the sequel. Sure, but now, it's not not even addressed. Sure, but it's like, okay. I mean maybe she just dies in the cold. But <laughs> I ain't gonna argue with that. <laughs> because otherwise... No, no, the, the queen just jumped out of the snow. It was an after credits scene that we missed. They, oh. The queen jumps out of the snow again and just grabs her and kills her. That's no, the end. No, now the now the queen crawls out from under the sled, even though it doesn't make any sense because she's already drowning underwater. And then she just crawls out from under the sled again. She crawls out from under the vehicle that she's walking to at the end of the movie. Um, but yeah, it's like... W- w- hold on, where. Now there's someone who knows like some everything about the backstory. Of these why is the company still trying to figure stuff like this out? Or I guess maybe the idea is the company is then spends the next while trying to find more of these creatures or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um, this movie felt like it was the same pattern over and over again. A lot of walking around, huge exposition dump, dumb action scene. Yeah, a lot more walking around action scene huge exposition yeah. like it felt like that over and over again once they got inside that pyramid pretty much and I, oh and I, and I did not care about anyone that, I was about to say we just got off track there the characters it's like the the the, the biggest example of this is the Verheiden Ver, Verheiden I don't know I don't remember what his name was Verheiden let's okay. just go with that sure Uh, he just shows up in the middle of like a scene yeah. like they're they're all talking and he's just like one guy just makes a joke and he's like laugh it up i don't even remember miller name. miller sure the irish guy sounds right to me i uh, guess he's irish is he irish scottish scottish irish. vaguely i'm sorry um <laughs> i sound very ignorant right now nah, no, I, I, I have no idea um this guy just just shows up and he's like laugh it up miller and it's like okay i th- think his name is miller sounds right oh, and God. then then later uh of course, he, when when, when the, the, the the temple starts going all super puzzle, haphazard, that they, they get grouped together. Yeah. And and we get, like, maybe a couple other lines from him. Like, he... And that's the first time he shows up. Like, we aren't, in like, introduced to him at all. We're not really introduced to any of them at all, but specifically that guy is just like, wait, who are you? I don't think we even get his name until they start shouting it in the pyramid. It sounds right. And then the... <laughs> they yeah they get attacked in the pyramid and then the pyramid starts moving around and then that guy and miller get stuck together and then miller's like hey do you have any kids and he's like yeah i've got a son he's like well i've got two and that's why we're not gonna give up even if i have to drag you out of here myself and And it's... it's like wait why do we care who are you and then they just kind of move on and then eventually they get captured by aliens and chest bursted and that's the end of that um then, so so that's what happens to him and Miller, and then there's there's the other translator dude uh Sebastian the Italian yeah, dude. yeah, and he's he we're remembering names it's fine subtitles, and plus I've seen this movie too many times, yeah. and then he's you mean once yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he gets he's he's hanging he's one of the last guys to living and then he gets captured and then he gets chest-bursted. Well, or like, well, like well, shoots him yeah first. she shoots him before he can get chest-bursted. that was actually good acting on her part yeah yeah it's fine whatever uh, there's the British dude who just kind of turns into a jerk in the middle of like the like like one of the archaeologist guys I think it's Sebastian is like yeah. hey don't touch that gun that's sitting there and he's like I'm gonna touch this gun that's sitting here and then. Stuff happens and... And then they pull oh. out their assault rifles. Can I just say... This is really weird. I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but the assault rifles look a lot like pulse rifles. Like it looks... Just the design and yeah. how the gun looks looks like the modern equivalent of a pulse rifle. And I'm wondering if that was intentional or not. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> um. I don't know. because If anything else, Paul W.S. Anderson... God, why do I have to say that all the way through every time? <laughs> the fact... That he's, like, always calling back or repeating things from the past movies. Like, I could totally see that being the case. Sure, I guess. Um, yeah, maybe. I was gonna say, this This British dude, he takes the gun, right? And then, then the temple starts moving around. And then there's some people upstairs, right? There's, like, five or six people trapped in a room upstairs. Yeah, with after, the facehuggers. Yeah, when all the doors closed. Yeah. Uh, because he grabbed the gun. They start shouting... And we've we've seen two of them. We've we've heard from like directly talking to two of them. They start shouting Thomas Rousseau, the t- the names of the two people that we know. And there's like there are three or four other people in yeah. there. They do not yell any other names. And there's like a, a full scene or two of them yelling for these people. And and, it's like and, do you really not and, care huh, this much? Thomas is only there because he is Sebastian's like assistant. Yeah. Like he's not even like one of the head guys of this this yeah. adventure. Yeah, and then <laughs> the other. Why would why would he be like one of the first names you're shouting unless you're Sebastian? And then then the other. Yeah, the other the girl is just like oh yeah, Sebastian. There's like no reaction on his face. Yeah, he's like oh my my best friend's probably dying of yeah. there. Yeah, whatever. And then <laughs> then the the, the girl Rousseau had like a good line at some point early in the movie and that was oh yeah. Urgent. when she grabs a gun and then Lex is like oh in how many years of doing exped- expeditions like this I've never seen a gun do anyone any favors he's like oh it's the same idea as uh, bringing a condom you, know, you bring it and you hope that you don't need it yeah. or <laughs> something like is that close like, enough that's fine I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not yeah, have one yeah it's good that's it's a good it's, line it's fine Um probably something he probably stole it from yeah Poland. probably not a, a line he came up with himself uh, because that sounds like it's something I've heard before yeah. I feel like um, but yeah that's that's pretty much the only introduction we get to her and then she dies um, or gets chest bursted or whatever uh, and she gets yeah whatever I'm not whatever <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna try and go to... <laughs> okay dissecting this movie is starting to break I was gonna animal. try and go into more detail and, and I don't care um, but um, yeah and then it's like I was wondering what would break first <laughs> spirit or your body. <laughs> uh, is there were there any? Oh yeah. And then then British dude, he gets stabbed at one point. While, he gets caught in the net, yeah. the predator net, which and tightens, the, and then and the they predator can't, and they can't get it open, and then and the predator stabs him. Yeah, yeah. And that was very weirdly shot. Yeah. it's like the spear was like going through concrete or yeah. like going through the or ground. like it smashed out of the like, the wall behind. We, him. we don't get the connection that it's stabbing through him. Yeah. Until like his eyes close. Yes. Yeah. And it's, this wh- is whatever. Um, the editing through a lot of this is very wonky choppy and weird and it feels like there's a lot of character scenes that are just cut out of the movie yeah and I I don't think there are I don't know if they are supposed to be like Haydn and Miller like developing their relationship I don't know if there's stuff that's supposed to be there I'd be interested to know maybe that'd be great if there's like a two and a half hour version of this movie adding back like all the character scenes and suddenly it's a much more compelling piece probably that Um, would make sense probably not (laughs) I'm not giving um, it that credit. It might be in Paul W.S. Anderson's mind, and then he just was like, but that would take more effort. That'd be great. He's got, like, all these great ideas in his head, and he just cannot get them down <laughs> properly. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then, uh... I don't know. That, yeah, all the action in this movie is very choppy. Like, it's not necessarily hard to follow. It's not the worst thing in the world. But... It's, it's pretty choppy and, and it's it's not... It doesn't really emphasize the right things. and there's The, the lighting is... I was about to say, very there's good. some weird lighting issues. Where where the, the both the Predator and the aliens are overexposed and they just don't yeah. look terrifying in half the shots. Yeah. Like, I would say the scenes where the guys are getting trapped in those small little tunnels and the, you see the aliens yeah. starting to creep out of the shadows, like, that was pretty good. <laughs> but then they show, like, the Predator fighting the alien and both of them are completely overexposed and it's just like... Right. I mean, okay. on, on top of me not caring about either of them and the fight choreography not being the greatest like yes. I'm, it's not yep. even like a creepy visual or anything like that, it's just kind of there my eyes glaze over pretty know. much um, I don't know Is there, how do you feel about the Predator Alien fight? I don't care <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, like the, the Bat and the Sun guys, they yeah. they did like the, the Batman versus Predator video or whatever. Yeah. Like that was really good. Like, this would do a lot better with like, as like a fan, like a five minute fan film yeah. of just like the Predator and the alien fight each other. You know, unless you had a better story, which unfortunately is what we got. Yeah. And then how did, how did you feel about Lex and the Predator teaming up and becoming besties? it felt because it, it's like oh he won or she won their respect by killing an alien which is I, I like it to the extent that it's like it makes a big deal out of like oh they really respect the aliens or whatever but I don't know As, aside from that it's just kind of like oh and now now he like there, it's just like a buddy movie like until he gets killed it it doesn't feel and and then there's there's like the weird part where he he carves the, I don't mean, I guess that's not weird but there's the part where he carves the alien killing tattoo onto her cheek. He marks her. Yeah, and it's like and that okay. way when the predators see her at the end, they don't want to immediately blow her away. Why are those predators just standing there? Oh yeah, immediately after the queen falls into the water. I I do have a a pseudo BS answer to this. But yeah, immediately after the queen falls in the water, all the predator, the giant predator, just, show just appears. It's been sitting there. It's already landed, and it just appears, and a bunch of predators appear, just like the ending of Predator Two. It's the manhood ritual. They were just watching to see how the boy did. Sure, and he did good, except he died. So whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, probably... how has that never happened before? With know. the Predalian thing? I don't know. <laughs> we could probably go on and on about this movie, but I, I really I don't care. Like I like you going through all the continuity and stuff, it's like me trying to connect all the X-Men movies together despite <laughs> their vast continuity issues. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm gonna become a madman just just drawing concentric circles over and over Pretty again. Pretty much. In the loony bin with just some chalk on a wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I'm just so indifferent to this movie. It's really weird. Yeah. We'll it's fight. just it's just it's just bad. Like that's yeah. not. And of course, like if you enjoy the movie, if you get enjoyment out of the fights or whatever, you know, right on. I w- I mean, I definitely don't say I hated it. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I have no ill will towards well, it. Well, I do kind of knowing the backstory. Uh, apparently James Cameron and Ridley Scott oh, right. were were planning or considering an Alien 5 then Freddy vs. Jason happened and that was a huge success so 20th, even though a lot of people don't like that movie right but it was a huge success yes yeah. I, I would say that movie's more fun than this Interesting, because it embraces the cheesy goofiness of mm-hmm. having those two fight mm-hmm. but 20th Century Fox was like hey we should jump on that versus train and have these two fight it'd be great yeah and so they didn't want to make an expensive future movie with colonial marines and all that stuff, which is what the fans would probably want if they were doing an and A.V.P. movie. Yeah. So they went to hack writer slash director Paul W.S. Anderson, who had this amazing idea about a pyramid in Antarctica. Sure. This is his. That's that's the most stereotypical studio reactionary crap I think I've ever heard like that's just such a big studio decision from what I've seen of all of Paul W.S. Anderson's work why do I have to keep saying the name all the way this might be his best movie (laughs) just from what I've seen interesting it's just like it's decently competent at least like it's not like I mean it's not well executed at least in terms of like the filmmaking it's Yeah, it's it's straightforward. We more or less get what's going on. Yeah. Um it's not good but it yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. It it just feels that that I think nowadays at least major studios know better than to like give films to I mean I guess at this point Paul W.S. Anderson was not what did he made by this point? I want to say the first couple of Resident Evil movies okay. had already come out interesting he did not make one of them he left to work on this one but then he immediately came back after that one and yeah. did the rest but but I feel like studios know better at least now than like to try and get someone who's made a quality thing a really high quality thing before Yeah. like for the most part they try to get good creative it's I feel like but hey Paul W.S. Anderson made one of the best video game adaptations <laughs> with Mortal Kombat oh if you ask people like what's the one of the best video game adaptations that'll be one of the answers really okay i thought people hated that even though i've, I've heard it's, it's bad but okay. apparently in terms of video game adaptations it's one of the better ones interesting i mean that's not saying a whole lot it's not saying anything <laughs> um yeah it, it's i don't know. i i feel like nowadays studio movie studios are more like are more likely to get good creative uh people but then screw it up by like editing and you know meddling in their affairs and all that stuff um at least nowadays they won't just completely hire someone who's bad and be like hey make this thing you know turn this thing out for us at least that would be a message to the fans that it's going to be dead on arrival yeah that's true yeah you can argue which one is worse <laughs> but yeah I, I have nothing else to say about this i mean i probably would if we did like a commentary track for it or something <laughs> just like watching it again and be like, oh yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I feel like we, we were very quiet at the beginning in I the just, first like half. And then so... then as things started to pick up we were like, wait, what's happening there? I'm just so ambivalent about this movie. Yeah. Except for the outside studio stuff, which makes me mad. Also, what was the point of Mr. Wayland being sick the whole time? So the Predator would spare him, and then he could try and light him on fire with the flare, and then the Predator would kill him. Like, I I guess you could... That have... was probably the best amount of character depth, like yeah. the fact that he's dying and he wants to go on this last adventure. That was probably the best bit of characterization not... in the movie and it's like you could argue, you know, maybe they're trying to develop. What was the point of her talking about taking her dad up the mountain and then he dies on the way down? That never comes back in any sort of meaningful payoff for her. Yeah, there's a good little line by him where he's like, "Oh, well, your dad wasn't thinking about dying; he was thinking about spending your birthday on the top of the mountain or whatever it was, or, or sharing your oh first yeah, your first drink." drink. Yeah. That's what it was. And, and no, but it's like, wouldn't it have been better if like Sebastian were dying and it's like, oh, I, I, have to get you out of the pyramid, and I, I won't fail you. I'll, I'll get you out. You know, something like that. Yeah. Or if it was Wayland dying, and, and she's like, I'm not going to let you die down here. We're going to get back up. Yeah. You could have done something with that. Yeah. That that made that conversation have any meaning whatsoever, <laughs> and not just filler well, for an already saying- short. Is all get out movie. I was gonna say, like, you could argue maybe they're setting it up so that you, you it just adds on to the oh, the predator won't kill pregnant women and sick old men and whatever. But, like, A, we already more or less get that, and B, that's such a weird thing because that's the most set up thing the entire movie. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing they keep harping on yeah. is that, oh, he's sick, he's coughing, he's dying. And then that's it. That's just where it ends. Alright, let's let's go ahead and do grades. I I don't care, whatever. I yeah. give it a D. Go D minus. <laughs> that's fair. I've I've fallen throughout the course of this podcast. I was gonna say D, but yeah. Okay. Yep, that's the lowest grade you've given any of these movies thus far. Any of the Alien Predator? Yep. Alien three you gave a D and Predator two you gave a D. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Predator two might actually be a worse movie in some ways, but I think I don't know. I was going to say, it, it, well, A, it's arguable, and B, in terms of like actually getting you invested in the movie, at least that one has interesting actors and, and stuff that makes you... And at least we liked it. It has some fun performances. We, yeah. We liked the movie for a while. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I am really curious how you're going to feel about the next one. You're I, you're probably going to just be upset the whole time. I completely love it. Just every second of it oh yeah I never addressed the whole PG-13 issue yeah like you have like two of the most violent monsters has every other movie in this franchise been R in both these franchises been R so far I think so (laughs) including this this the next movie is R I think so so you've got five R-rated movies or no six six R-rated movies movies between the, the two of these franchises and then when you try and put them together you're like oh no PG-13 this, They obviously out of, Won't be out popular of, If we make at, them Too violent At least out of Those seven films This was the highest Grossing I mean that makes sense Just because You're going to have The two, to get, two of them together yeah. it's, 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 it's It's like the Batman versus Superman Argument of Oh it had a huge Opening Opening weekend Like yeah Because you got Batman and Superman In a movie together no, It's it's the Avengers thing if the Except that the Avengers Made a ton more Because It was good Yeah Like, like it was <laughs> Well received Yeah Whatever. Alright, next week we're doing AVP Requiem. Sure. Oh, yeah. The whole time I'm probably just going to be trying to figure out why Requiem is in the title. Sure. (laughs) It's cool. It's it's just like redemption or resurrection or... uh, I I feel like there was another one we thought of recently. When when we were talking about this a while ago with, with just the the most bland salvation that's what it was terminator just the most bland titles you can chuck onto the end of something to make it sound better well there there's actually an aliens salvation comic book that's apparently really good well it's it's one thing if it's good like it, <laughs> but but that doesn't change the fact that the title's pretty crap I feel like I'm gonna read that and be like yeah it's better than any of the sequels past <laughs> like aliens but yeah it's just one of those it's one of those titles that sound or those words that sounds good yeah. And so you just chuck it on the end of something and you're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give more contact information. Yeah, uh, let let's be done. you know, find us on Twitter at HCT Sequels. HCT Sequels. You can find us on uh, uh, Gmail at Here Come the Sequels or email at Here Come the Sequels at gmail.com. And you can find us online at Here Come the com Yep. And that's pretty much it. Sure. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> you can't even watch it for like good laugh No, it's maybe not, if you got drunk, it's not so good. It's bad, or so bad it's good. It's maybe, not maybe good you've at all. Maybe you got drunk, or are you some type of hallucinogen potentially. I don't know. It's very bland. Just move on with your life. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're not out of the woods yet. We we still got bad track to go over yeah. before we get back to. You're not wrong. Alright everybody, thanks for listening and on that down note, we'll see you guys next week. Stay rogue. Happy Ann Arbor Day.